Hey, welcome back to another episode of Zeus with Bruce. And for today, I want to talk about one of my favorite analogies, which I do believe I created, but I could be mistaken. There's so many analogies and quotes and stories and ideas that kind of get merged over time and continue on. But I do think I've created this one. So if someone's heard this before, please let me know. And I'd be happy to research it because it's a good one. It really is. So for myself, I'm someone who really derives joy and pleasure from being able to deep about topics ranging from essential questions to personal behavior, family history, social contexts, what their hopes and aspirations are, a myriad of topics. And what drives this curiosity in me could be a sense of desire and control that enables me to, to be safe from harm. Now, that's one way to look at it. What I've noticed over time are the perils of living in only one camp of the two. You know, I want to spend so much time going deep that I just really brush over small talk. And it was something I actually really used to enjoy. Just I realized, what are we doing making small talk? There's really no value in any of this. Now, the two camps begin with deep conversations and shallow small talk or exchange of pleasantries. And as I used to be so against the shallow small talk and the exchange of pleasantries, I've actually grown to learn the value of them. Now, as people, we want to make sure we can trust others that we're going to interact with. How we do this is by finding commonality, which can be done in myriads of ways. While the value of doing both is immeasurable to our overall well-being and functioning, I came to this approach with an analogy that demonstrates the absolute balance needed when you're bouncing from a shallow conversation to deep conversation and then shallow and then back again and this never really ending process. Now for this analogy, I definitely can recommend. I did this a couple of days ago with a few friends and I had them close their eyes. So if you want the full experience, could actually help a little bit because I'm going to really set the scene for you guys. So imagine yourself on your favorite beach in the world. It could be one you have been to already or are desiring to go to. When you're on the shore, you notice the blue sky, a few clouds in the distance, the heat from the sand comforting your feet, other people within your vicinity simply enjoying the day, families, couples, and you notice the horizon in the far off distance. Now, for practical matters, let's assume that there is daylight meaning the time you are here is between dawn and dusk. We're able to see what the water is truly gorgeous. And given the water is clean, you're able to see the sand underneath, maybe some rocks and hopefully some lovely fish and other sea creatures wandering about. Now, as you're enjoying what you see, you decide to no longer wait on the shore, but to actually begin moving in. You notice the water splashing against your ankles as you enter and then beating against your knees, soon to your waist, and then ultimately raising to the level of your chest and your shoulders. You remain with your head above the water and embrace all that you're feeling. You're able to move freely with the motion of the ocean and see things you were not able to see on the shore. Now, your curiosity and desire to learn more about what is under the water begins to grow. The surface of the water and the shallow depth can only provide you with so much. 
Now others may enjoy staying in this area, yet not you. You are someone, like most of us, I believe, if we're really being honest, and I would actually argue for that, that wants to get deeper and see what else is in the ocean. I mean, I don't know the statistic for certain, but I believe it's 70% of the ocean is unexplored and the amount of mystery, there's so much. Now, due to this curiosity and the inability of the shallow to satiate your curiosity, you decide to go deeper. You dive under the surface and begin to see things you could not even really feel in the shallow. You notice new creatures, see some coral reefs, if they're still around, and other mysteries of the ocean. As you're going deeper, you also notice random miscellaneous items that are not on the best side of the depths of the ocean, yet are a part of it nonetheless. Now, although there is much to unearth by continuing to go deeper and deeper, and even deeper, a couple of challenges begin to arrive. Now, regardless of modern technology and the strengthening of the human body and spirit, there are challenges that will most certainly arise. Two, to be specific. As humans, we begin to lose oxygen. As well, pressure increases the deeper we go. As a remedy, we use oxygen tanks to counter the dependence on our own oxygen, as well as tools to prevent the pressure of the depths on our bodies, specifically our ears. Yet with all these resources, we are still bound to come up and relieve ourselves of all this pressure and lack of oxygen. Once we return to the surface and eventually make our way back to the shore, we are recalibrated. We become able to appreciate the depth of the ocean due to the ambiguity of the surface. Then again, we become able to appreciate the rejuvenation of the surface due to the intensity of the depth of the ocean. What this analogy illustrates, and you guys can open your eyes if they're still close, what this analogy illustrates is the need to strike a balance between deep conversation and small talk. Both have value not just in creating a contrast to enjoy the other, but also to understand the value of balance, forming relationships in an authentic manner, and also navigating a way to explore our lives every day with a sense of curiosity and humbleness and an appreciation for the everyday things we tend to overlook. Now, I hope this analogy can help you find not only a sense of balance in your life, but also appreciation when it comes to exploring both the deep and the shallow. Thank you for listening. And until next time, Zeus with Bruce, peace out.